Hello and welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's me, your boy, Manny Garavito, back again to put another close of an incredible week of live stand-up comedy here in Miami. Could you ask for anything better? Could you ask for anything better than laughter, cocktails, uh, friends, acquaintances? We've made a lot of friends this week. We did back-to-back shows. Well, almost back-to-back shows. Let's see. We did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Took a day off Thursday. And then we came back on Friday. And we made a lot of friends. Like We've been acquainted with so many people. Lovely ladies. Cool guys. Couples. Groups of people. And I can't be any more thankful than to say that this is just another week. Just another week in the day of the life of producing comedy shows in our city. And, you know, 2019 is right around the corner. Have you made your New Year's resolution? I haven't. Here's the thing. When it comes to New Year's resolution, a lot of things come uh, to to light. It's all the habits. All the bad stuff that you're used to, you're going to try to get rid of it, right? And then you're going to try to replace it with something brand new. But it's never that easy. It's never easy to give up on stuff like drinking it's never easy to give up on stuff like, uh, you know, what you do in your private time. You know what I mean there? It's, uh, you know, it's never as easy as just giving up on your, uh, I don't know, your issues or the things you uh, dislike about yourself and that you want to make better. You know, if you want to lose 50 pounds or something like that, it doesn't happen overnight. You're going to have to gradually transition into pretty much a brand new lifestyle. So do I have any plans for 2019 in terms of a resolution? I do not. However, I do think about some things every once in a while. I think about things like uh, waking up early in the morning. That's something I've always wanted to do. And I've done it. There's been times where I'd wake up, you know, early bird gets the worm vibe. I'm feeling great. Get a cup of coffee. I see the sun rising, or even better, when you're driving in the street and the light is just over the horizon. That's a great, great feeling when you're up and at them. And, you know, there was like two weeks in my life where I was just living like that. The habit was just gradually coming in, and then bam, one morning I woke up with a, with a hangover, and it was over. It was over. I don't think I've ever done anything close to those two weeks in my life ever again. But here's the thing. I'm considering being that person again. I used to do this show back in the day called Mornings with Manny. Well, I wouldn't even say back in the day. It was back in August. What is it? Three months ago? Four months ago? And uh, I'm jumping back in for the third season. Um, You know, 2019, I want to start waking up Monday mornings, getting in front of a live camera and just talking to the people and just talking about stuff that I've learned stuff that's happening in the news, and just bring everybody involved and just talk about a common thing that we can all use to make ourselves better, because I sure as hell need it. And I think, I think it was a great show, and I think it will be a great show once I get back to it. But how, why is waking up early such a horrible feeling? You know, you know what I feel sometimes? Like when I wake up and I feel that drowsy, I don't want to get up right now feeling, I try to focus in on what that is, and the best way I can describe it is sheer confusion. <laughs> you're waking up so early that you're just confused. You're just confused. Everything's just moving and you're like, I, I, I got to stay up. But like, you just want to sleep through that. And it's, it's an urgent confusion. Like, I am so confused. 
that I urgently need to go back to bed to sleep it off. And you don't, you don't, and when you go back to bed in the morning after you after you temporarily woken up or attempted to wake up, when you go back to that bed, tell me you don't just dive in head first like you're about to go into a body of water. You know, like you're just diving into the ocean, Superman style, and just like a cartoon, that blanket goes up in the air and glides slowly like you just crash landed from a parachute. <laughs> Um, rise and shine. And, uh, yeah, I miss it. I miss waking up early. I miss, uh, that feeling you get when you've done so many things, let's say from 6am to 9am and there's still a whole day ahead of you. There's no more of a rewarding feeling to know that there's time on your side and you can even take the rest of the day off. Like there've been, there were some days where I would wake up so early that I would do all the work, you know, first thing. And then, you know, the whole afternoon I just took off. I just went somewhere, you know, hung out with a friend or go to the beach by myself and just enjoyed the day. Um, those were good times. And the only thing that's stopping me from doing that now is just me being lazy and waking up, uh, you know, 10, 10, 30, 11, which aren't really that good. I mean, when I was at a job, I was, you know, that was the dream. I was hoping for the day that I can wake up late. But now that I have all the free time, I kind of don't want to waste the time. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, I had a cup of coffee this morning, and not just a regular cup of coffee. I had an iced coffee. And there's no better feeling than that numb feeling you get when you drink a big gulp of iced coffee and realize you just spent $5 for coffee with ice. Why is it so expensive for a cup of iced coffee. It's the same thing. As a matter of fact, it's not. You get less coffee because they fill it up with ice. Oh, what a horrible feeling it is to realize that you spent so much money on, you know, the luxury of sipping cold brew. That's why they call it cold brew because whoever's making that is cold-hearted enough to sell it to you for so much money. And I try to piece together the things that make me happy in the morning to see if it can be some sort of motivation for me to get up early. And let me just say that alarm clocks are by far one of the worst inventions ever made. Some people say it's great. You know, they're still in the market. Of course, people are still demanding it. But let's be real. Even though, if you, even though you have one, tell me how much you like it. On a scale of 1 to 10, answer that question. How much do you really like your alarm clock? It's going to only annoy you for 0.2 seconds every morning before you just slam it shut by the snooze bar. And the manufacturers that make alarm clocks don't care about your dreams and ambitions by giving you, what is it, a foot-long snooze bar in the front of the thing. You just pay $20 to help you find the solution to wake up early, and then they give you <laughs> and then they give you an out immediately. Like all the, You got all little buttons. You can set the time with this little button. And then when it's time to wake up, you got this big old button that you just, you know, you just palm it, slam your palm on it, turns right off. It's worthless. It's useless. It's a contraption that doesn't, I I hate it. And I'm looking up at some, you know, cooler ideas for the alarm clock. And I came across this alarm clock that if you, you could put money in it, and if you don't wake up, if you keep hitting the snooze button, uh, you, you start shredding some of the money. And let me just say that if I were to be given that as a Christmas gift and I start using it next year, let's just say I'm going to end up being homeless. I'm going to end up being homeless because that is an awful idea because sleep is so precious, and especially when you got to wake up, (laughs) 
that there's been times where I've considered just quitting my job when I would wake up feeling drowsy just so I can stay in. Imagine if it was just a $100 bill. I gave up a forty to $50,000 job. <laughs> Imagine a $100 bill. Anyways, I don't know. Speaking of homeless, man, I was thinking about character. You, you, you know the term character? You know what they say about character, like who you really are when people aren't looking? That's a very powerful asset to have as an individual, character. Like, a true test of character is when you stop your car to go help an old lady cross the street, and then you realize it's a crackhead, but you still do it. Like, that's, true. that's a true test of your character. That's who you really are. And when people aren't looking, the way you behave, the things you think about, and the things you do or plan, that's, that's you. That's, that's the real you, your ambitions that people don't know about, what you strive for. Whether you do good or evil, you look in yourself and realize this is my character. And I've been really assessing my character. And I think one of the reasons why I haven't been so um, active in my personal social media account, apart from being, you know, growing up the person that grows a business, is because I, when, when I develop something online and, you know, start a little business online, like a project or something, I go so hard into developing the branding of it that when I try to look at myself as a brand, I come off so complex. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being complex. We are all complex human beings. But when we put ourselves on social media, we make the smallest sliver of our of our character wouldn't you agree like i was watching this documentary on netflix and it's called the american meme and that really opened my eyes to the kinds of personalities you come across on social media and just how absolute fake that facade is but it works so well i mean to double down so hard and becoming what do they call an influencer you got to play by the social rules, man. And if you play outside of those social rules, if you start posting stuff that's not what is accepted, you start losing followers. Like, I forget this influencer's name, but she started dating, like, Tommy Lee, like, the drummer from Motley Crue. And she lost, like, 100,000 followers for just posting a photo of her with her brand new boyfriend. Absolute nonsense. That's silly. And I think when it comes to being a character... I think there's nothing wrong with focusing on the fact that we're all complex because it's not that easy to put one aspect of your personality and just writing it as far as you can online until you get like, what, a million followers? And then you got to stay afloat. And then what what happens? You become one dimensional. You can't even express yourself properly. True test of character is also what you do on social media, the things you share, the things you talk about. And let me just say this. The more complex you get on social media, the less people care about you. People want it easy, nice and spoon-fed. And when I watched that documentary, it only asserted this idea for me. It's such a shame. I would love to be an influencer. I'd love to be the kind of guy that would get a bunch of views from my stand-up shows or, you know, whenever I post a flyer, or whenever I have a nice moment with my family over at the Grand Canyon, post a photo of it and just get a bunch of views and likes. But I think in order for you to reach like that top tier, you know, uh, what are some of the best ones out there? Uh, Dan Blazarian, um, um, 
Ariana Grande, The Rock, Kevin Hart, like all these people, they got millions of followers, man. And when you look at their social media, it's like, you know, branded stuff. It's like, it's like, it's like a serious business. And I don't even think that I will ever get to that point in terms of social media because I don't really think it's in me. It's not really in me to come across so, for lack of a better term, one-dimensional. So I just don't post at all, which is a shame, which is a damn shame because I'm sure I'd be killing it with myself. Because, I mean, with a mug like this, I'd be, I'd be on the top 10 too, you know? But I don't want to put my mug out there and like hold a plate of... Uh, Betty Crockett's cream cheese or, <laughs> or, you know, you know what I mean, like doing all that, that, um, you know, a lot of my comedy friends say that if you, if you, if you're clean or if you don't say, uh, if you don't talk about controversial topics or stuff like that, and it's like, then what's the fun? What's the fun of going viral if you're not doing that? I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Great documentary though. I highly recommend it. Go to, uh, Go to Netflix, and I believe the title was uh, American Meme, American Memes, or something like that. Awesome, Doc. Okay, um, let's get to the announcements here. Let me see. Because we have some cool stuff coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. All right, in case you don't know, brand new services we offer. If you have an event coming up, whether it's a birthday party, a holiday party, uh, co-workers, you know, office party, uh, get together with some friends. You got friends and family in, in town, stuff like that. Go out to a Miami comedy show, hit me up. I'll try to cater the place, uh, to your standards, not only with food, but with drinks and the performers you'd like to see. Second service is our brand new all access membership, which you pay a dollar. And then you try it out for 30 days for that $1. You're going to get free tickets to all our ticketed shows. And when you come out to any of our events, you're also going to get your first drink on me. You can't beat that. $1, 30 days. That's over plus 20 shows. You're going to have a great time and save a lot of money. And uh, two events. Two events coming up. December 21st, we have the Christmas party. It's an open invitation. Anybody can come. You bring your friends, bring your guests, whoever you want. We're all going to get under one roof, and we're going to celebrate the holidays with the people that like to laugh. So if you got pretty much, if you live in Miami and you got a sense of humor, this is the party for you. All right, you're going to make new friends. We're going to talk some stuff with people. We're going to go into little groups and cluster up. Then we're going to go take photos with Santa. That's right, Santa. He's coming. He's coming. And uh, we have a DJ. All right, just go to MiamiComedy.com/slash/xmas x m a s, and you're going to be seeing the tickets. Get your name on the guest list. Bring your friends because it's going to be an amazing time. All right. It's our first annual Christmas party. And uh, special event number two, closing off the year strong, nice and strong with Kevin Shea. So if you don't know who Kevin Shea is, he's been on HBO, Comedy Central, tours all over the nation with Dr. Ken Jeong from The Hangover. All right. Dr. Ken Jeong himself has been killing it. He's going all over the world doing theater shows, selling out. All his shows are sold out. If you go to his Instagram, all from what I've seen, all his shows get sold out. And he works on new material, very talented. But it, he's not coming, all right? He's not coming to Miami. It's going to be his opener, Kevin Shea, which in my opinion could possibly be a little bit better because he's underground. He's the underdog, the underbelly of the comedy game. And Kevin Shea is absolutely hilarious. There's a reason why Ken Jeong chose him to travel all over the world with him. Apart from being Asian, 
Okay. It's to be the, the, the challenge, you know, because if you have an opener that's strong, you got to go twice as hard. And a lot of headliners do that. They get somebody that's really good so they can top them. And Kevin Shea is an absolute blast on stage. We had him once earlier this year. I believe it was in, back in March. And he crushed it. And it was only to a handful of people that knew about it. This one's going to be a little more, you know, mainstream. We're going to put it out there a little harder. And we're going to try to get as many people as possible because it's going to be two shows, 8 and 10 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Okay, this is some good talent coming to Miami. And you know me, I do stand-up comedy because I like to laugh. And if I like to laugh and I do it every day, that means that I've got good taste. Okay, so when I book these acts... You're just going to have to put your trust in me. You're going to have to believe, okay? You're going to have to believe in what is funny and put it on my hands, all right? And I will remove that burden from you and make it an absolute blast of an event. <laughs> Go to MiamiComedy.com slash events, all right? The show is December 30th, 8 and 10 p.m., Craftsman. Two shows to fit your schedule conveniently, okay? That's it. Thank you very much, everybody. I'll see you on a brand new episode next Sunday. Bye.